Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. Fighters, today I have the privilege of welcoming to the show Mr. Logan Schinholzer from Contractor Growth Network. Logan and his team have stepped up to be sponsors, one of our, our kick-ass sponsors at Mile High Profit Summit this year. And Logan and I are going to have a little conversation here about the value of having a plan and in your marketing and not just throwing shit against the wall all the time and hoping that it sticks and works. Logan, welcome back, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. I This is one of the few podcasts that when I come on, I don't have to tell you how to pronounce my last name. So you nailed it. You know, I've heard your dad say it differently twice. He says Shinholzer, and I've heard Shinholzer from your dad. Logan Shinholzer. It's more of a Z. It's, it's, it's more of a Z. Yeah, it's, it's more of a Z. Yeah, if you yell it, it's a whole different last name on top of that. So yeah, it it changes on on if you're in trouble or not, but that's what it is. What's it sound like if you're in trouble? Actually, you don't even say the last name, you just go Logan. And I'm like, uh oh, here we go. So that's you know, I I I have a quick squirrel moment here. I know that tone of voice from your dad because one of our events in York, Pennsylvania, Derek and I met at the BNI. Is it not BNI? What's your airport? BWI. BWI in in Maryland. And we met there and your dad was going to, we were supposed to Uber to your dad's house and then drive to the event. And your dad called us like two hours after our plane landed. He's like, where the fuck are you guys? And we were in the bar at the hotel because I was like, Hey, let's just have one. And one turned into a conversation and then it turned. And so we got into your dad's, he came and got us at the airport. And that's probably the first time I heard Tom. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was, that was, that's another story, but Hey, last thing on this whole name thing, when your mom is pissed at you, what does she call you? It's the same thing. It's, is it? Okay. I, I, th- I think she taught it to my dad and my dad, like, all right. I, I think it all stems from her. So I think it's Logan. And I'm like, I know you're not mad. You're disappointed. I get it. Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> my mom called me when she was mad. She'd go, Daniel Thomas. Cause yep. that's my full name. So, it's that anyway. upward inflection, man. Yep. Anyway, that's not why we're here today. So, dude, I want to dig into this. First, I want to thank you for choosing to be one of our sponsors again this year, man. It's our event doesn't happen without guys like you. And this is what your third year. So, third year in a row. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. And in addition to that, I know you're also going to be doing a, a kick ass breakout session on, on your ideal client. I know a lot of people struggle mm-hmm. with that. And you were the guy when we were putting together what we wanted for breakouts and stuff. I would literally, when I wrote that topic, I was like, Logan. Mm-hmm. So there was zero thought behind it other than immediately I knew who I wanted. So I, I'm looking forward to that. I know it's going to help a lot of people get clarity because a lot of people struggle with that, right? Identifying an ideal client. But what, what I thought we'd talk about today is I see this a lot online where guys will pop in and go, hey, I'm, I'm thinking of trying Google ads. What do you guys think? I'm thinking of buying a, an ad on the golf 
cart, a golf course scorecard. What do you guys think? Or I'm mm-hmm. thinking about fill in the blank. What do you guys think? And then it's just this barrage of comments from, quite frankly, I'm just going to say it, a bunch of people that don't fucking know what they're talking about, okay? Because they don't have a real strategy behind it. And I know we've talked before about just the the difference from having good marketing and great marketing comes down to having a great plan. So what, what are your thoughts on that, man? Let's dig into that for a few minutes. So just kind of piggybacking off of what you just talked about, when somebody posts, hey, I'm, I got questions on this, and you get everybody else that's like, oh, I, I boost a post for 20 bucks and I get all the leads I want for the year. Well, they didn't say what industry they're in, what their location is, who their clientele is. Are they even making money on those projects? Are they big projects? Are they small projects? And unfortunately, we take it at face value. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it'd be the same as if somebody said, Hey, I went on this diet and I lost 20 pounds in the first week. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is the best diet of all time. But they failed to mention that they were 800 pounds. So yeah. 20 pounds for them is a half a pound for the average human being. But you still see 20 pounds. Then when you get mad that you only lost a half a pound, you go, Well, they, they must be lying. And it's like, No, no, no. They were unbelievably obese. So that's the first thing is just, don't take everything at face value. But when it really comes down to the, the marketing strategy and the marketing plan, it, it's like that, that age old, like, well, I guess not age old because it only really came out when airplanes were a thing, but it's, mm-hmm. you ask the pilot, like, Hey, how are we doing? And they go, you know, we have no idea where we're going, but we're making great time. That's what a lot of people do when it comes to their marketing, especially in the contracting small business world space is most people try to GC their own marketing, which to a certain extent makes sense because it's it's your brand, it's your company. At the end of the day, it's it's your baby. But at the same time, imagine the homeowner trying to GC their own remodel or their own pond maintenance, or or we know what it's like when you have yeah. the, the client that's over your shoulder and you're like, dude, like just back off. I know what I'm doing. And now that unfortunately is how people come into this. When, it, when I say people, I mean contracting company owners, they go, well, we're going to try this one thing or try this other thing, but there's no whole game plan put together. And that's why yeah. design build firms do really well. Because if I went to a remodeler and said, look, I, I want to remodel my kitchen, but here's the thing. I need this as the backsplash. I need this as the countertops. I need the floors to look like this. Now, all the remodeler is doing is just they're the hands. And at the end of the day, if everything doesn't go well together, as far as the aesthetics, the functionality, me as the homeowner, I'm pissed because I didn't get what I really needed. I got what I wanted, but then now I'm mad that it didn't turn out the way that I wanted. And like, I remember when I was like 12, I went to like, like I got a haircut and I remember I looked like Lloyd Christmas. Like it was a terrible haircut. And I remember my mom went to the barber and was like, what? is this? And she goes, well, that's what he asked for. And she said, he's 12. He doesn't know what he wants. Mm. And that is the exact same thing when it comes to the the marketing strategy and the marketing plan is if you want to go from A to B, you actually need to have a holistic plan that's going to get you there. Not just let's dabble in this thing and just kind of try a bunch of tasks and not actually have a strategy. All right. So you're sitting down with a client. One of the first conversations you're having is around, you know, you know, you got to create a plan. Mm-hmm. So what, what's the, what's the first, you know, what are a couple steps in order per se that, that, that looks like to do so, it right. So I, I, I literally just did a plan for Aaron Harshaw. 
one of the coaches in the contract fight. So I hope he's okay with me like talking about it because I literally just got mm-hmm. off of doing this. But the first thing that we want to do is we want to understand what is actually already working. So when it comes to the, the marketing strategy, what is working inside the home already? Because our goal is not to reinvent the wheel and do all this crazy new stuff that makes no sense to you. The biggest issue when it comes to marketing is people lack consistency with it because they don't know if what they're actually doing works. So the first thing that we need to do is look at what are you actually doing in the home, outside the home that clients and prospects love because that really becomes the foundation for the plan as a whole. So mm-hmm. let's not reinvent the wheel. I learned this when I started doing it for my dad's company because the whole thing was Logan. I just want people to actually know what it truly looks like to work with my company to call me because if everybody knew what it looked like to work with us compared to our competitors who are half the price, they would choose me nine out of 10 times. Right. So that's where we start is what are you doing that people absolutely love because that is the foundation of it all. Yeah, I see a lot of, and I've made this mistake, so I'm not like ripping on people. I've made this mistake before where I I start some sort of marketing thing, whatever it is, right? Tactic, just pick a tactic, doesn't matter. And I failed before that to literally answer the question, what do I want? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like what, what do I, I remember way back to Nashville when we did fight fest mm-hmm. and that, that one of, that was probably the first event I think I ever did in the fight. It was like 50 people or whatever we had there. And, and it was first official of event, I guess. And it was all on marketing that mm-hmm. day. And, and I, you and I both in different ways in our presentation shared about how, like, if you go, I want more leads. Okay. Well, what kind of leads do you want? You know, I think that's where a lot of people fall short on creating a marketing strategy is they go, they don't get super clear. And I think we, I did an example of like, let's say you're a painting contractor and you go, number one, what's the number one goal? I want to grow my business by $500,000 in interior painting services in this year, right? That's pretty clear. And then you can reverse engineer that plan. And I think that's where a lot of people, and I think we're impatient. I'm impatient. I think most business owners are impatient in the sense where we have to remember that you have the clarity of the thing that you really want. It's going to take time to get there. There's going to be some trial and error with marketing. There's going to be some testing. There's going to be all these things that I think the average business owner freaks out about, you know, because they see X amount of money is going out to do this shit every month. And I'm not getting the target that we said we wanted to get. How do you navigate that? That impatience, so- I guess. Yeah, there's two components of this. One is emotion and one is education. So the emotion side is realistically, most people, when it comes to like your marketing approach, depending on like size of like the company and stuff, just to kind of give you rough numbers, like 10% top line revenue. If you're in like, let's go growth mode, that's what you want to spend. Mm-hmm. 8% is really more of like, we want to grow, but nothing crazy. 6% is more of like, let's keep status quo. Now, once you get past like a couple million bucks in revenue, you know, then it starts to like shift a little bit where, you know, the overall marketing budget starts to, you don't have to spend as much percentage wise, unless you're still in like, let's go hardcore growth mode. But from an emotional standpoint, for most people, we talk about this, like, for example, with SEO, which is one of the core things that we provide is if we could make SEO work overnight, we would like, trust me, if, if we could do it or if anybody out there could do it, 
we would do it because we could then charge a lot more money, which is like very self-serving, but unfortunately it doesn't happen. So what we need to do is set the expectation around this takes time. You're actually in a very good spot. You have the resources to do it. This is what you need to do. This is what we're going to do, but just get ready for this. And we even talk about this in like these strategies of like the SEO emotional roller coaster or mm-hmm. emotional curve. That's like, you're going to start here and you're all excited. And then you're going to get a few months in and a few months in and a few months in. And at each of those stages, you're like, oh, I just don't know anymore. This can't be it. And the next thing you know, it all starts to work. It's kind of like sales training. Like mm-hmm. you're, you start off and you do your first role play and you suck and you go, oh, I'm just never going to be right for sales. And then you get your green belt. And then you're like, okay, well, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm okay. And you see the difference between the green belt and before you started is yeah. night and day. So emotionally, that's the big first piece. The second piece, which helps out with the emotion is the education. What we find a lot of is most people don't inherently, like most contracting companies don't inherently hate marketing companies. It's like marketing companies, unfortunately, we, we are small businesses just like you, right? We are mm-hmm. trying to make it work. And the difference here is with marketing, the barrier to entry is smaller. All a marketing company needs to do is have a laptop. So it's like very easy for yeah. somebody to get into it. They don't really know what they're doing either. So what they're end up doing is they're trying to promise the world to get their first sale and then figure it out. And they're working their butt off. But unfortunately, they don't stop and actually educate people on, hey, this is what needs to happen. This is where you are right now. This is where you want to get to. And this is how you bridge the path. So that's like with us, like the first thing we do with anybody that comes in, they say, I want this service or this service. We go, all right, that sounds great. We can do all that. What's your end goal? What's your strategy? You don't have a strategy. Let's actually work with you to create one. And then that way from there, you can really see what are the tactics or the exact like activities that need to happen. Because the last thing that we want to do is rocking chair movement, which is you're working your butt off and you're rocking back and forth and putting in energy. But at the end of the day, when you stop, you haven't gone anywhere and you're the exact same spot. So the educational around, this is what works in your industry and in your market. This is where you are at point A. This is where you want to get to a point B. And this is the path that you need to take. And then that way you go, okay, I'm not just here, quote unquote, along for the ride. I understand what it is that we're doing, why we're doing it. My expectations are set. And if those expectations straight up are not in alignment with what you want, then the strategy and the education will show you that, which is really at the end of the day, as business owners, what we all strive for is clarity around making sure that what we're doing is going to get us to the next place. Fighters, I want to invite you to go to milehighprofitsummit.com and check out the lineup we have for you at Mile High Profit Summit this year in Denver, Colorado. I'm super excited because not only are we bringing you the theme of Sell Unafraid, We're also unlocking breakout sessions for the first time. We're going to dig into the numbers. We're going to dig into attracting higher quality leads. We're going to dig in how to sell using simple tools that are out there for you so that you can walk home with higher profits and a better quality of life. Go to milehighprofitsummit.com and come join us and hang out. And let's get real this year and change your life, change your business. I'm out. So I have a higher level question. 
for you before we wrap this up. Yep. The word strategy gets thrown around a lot. Mm-hmm. Go to Google and say, what does strategy mean? Right. And you get a gazillion different answers. And, uh, and I'm always interested in how somebody defines the word strategy or in your case of marketing strategy. How do you define strategy? Strategy would be synonymous with game plan. Essentially, it shows where you are. It shows where you want to get to. And then it's going to show you the steps and the activities in a cohesive, understandable order that needs to happen to get you to that end goal. So those are the big things. Because if you Google like a marketing strategy for me, you're going to get, hey, try Facebook ads, try TV commercials, get a website do SEO, get reviews. And you're like, okay, those are a bunch of individual things. And the those difference are tactics. between- Those are different tactics. Correct. Yeah. Now, so. those, but if you want those in a great strategy, they're then put together in the right order. Mm-hmm. So you know how it all needs to happen. Because when you think of consumers, you've got essentially your ideal clientele out of everybody in your market right now, they're in one of three buckets, either- they're in 3% bucket, which is 3% of your ideal clientele are looking to hire a company. 7% is are people that are like in the research or education space that are like, I know I need that service, but I'm just researching right now. Mm-hmm. Then you have 90%. And those are all the people that are like, maybe I have a problem. Maybe my kitchen is ugly, but I haven't quite had enough pain in my life for me to want to spend the energy and effort right. to research this stuff. And most people, only want to go for the 3% because that makes mm-hmm. sense. Credit cards yep. out. And then that's when we go, okay, Angie's list, take my money because I want the 3%, but we see what happens when we only focus on that. But realistically, we need a plan that hits on the 3%. So that's the short term, people ready to buy right now. The 7%, which is people that are in their research phase, which is the midterm, then the 90%, and that's all the brain. And the 90% realistically is where the stickiness comes in of how you become a household name, which is why most of you guys here that are listening to this podcast, if Tom just ran an ad that said, join my coaching program, and that was it, then he wouldn't Mm -hmm. be at the level of success that he is. But Tom put in the podcast, YouTube, email, those are a combination of the 90% and the 7%. And that's really what makes the 3% happen that much easier. So Tom, when you say, hey, Battleground is opening up and you get a bunch of people to come in, it's not mm-hmm. like they just came off the street and said, oh, I was yeah. just Googling contractor business coach. They've been seeing your stuff and they've been in alignment with you. And what yeah. you've been doing is molding your prospects into becoming your ideal clients. So by the time that you say, hey, the Disney vault is open, they're like, oh, I'm in, let's make it happen. And it's no different in every other business. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I have a very real life example for us right now. The queen and I, we we are looking at land in Santa Fe that we're going to buy. We're just trying to figure out which piece of property we want. We are going to build our dream home on it. And I already know who the builder is. And they have no idea who I am. They have no idea that I'm I've been stalking them for several months on Instagram. Like Every couple times a week, I'm hopping on their Instagram page just to like look at their stuff. And over time, because of them playing the long game, creating the content, understanding the 7% and all that other stuff, not just the 3% who's ready to buy now, I am hiring this company. 
like unless they go out of business, right? In the next year. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. and I think there's a lot of, especially for like bigger types of projects, right? That's that's where like I get it. Like if you're if your heat goes out in the wintertime, it's a totally different game, right? Yeah. But but like for guys that are doing hundred thousand dollar decks and additions and kitchens and things like that, don't underestimate the power of putting your messaging and playing the long game with people that are not ready to buy yet, but they plan on doing it. You know, and, and and that I mean, it's it's I mean, the the price point is an aspect of it, but it's really more like the urgency. So your mm-hmm. your heat goes out in the wintertime, a pipe bursts in your house, and the water's rushing through it. I'm not like, well, hold on, let me go read some billboards on plumbers. It's like, who can get out here right now? Mm-hmm. Cost is pretty much irrelevant. But I remember, like in the pond world, which is where I started with my dad stuff, it was like our whole thing was like, you know, everybody. So like, let me give you a, a really like good example of like why the strategy stuff makes sense. So all pond people want to sell realistically more construction jobs, right? They want to build more ponds, renovate more ponds. That's sexy. It's fun. That sort of stuff. Most, most people in the pond world, what we realize is that there's already a need that when somebody moves into a house and it has a pond that's already there, they're like, I don't know what to do with this thing. I got to call somebody. Well, for the first four or five years of Premier Pond's existence, it was, I'm not cleaning any pond that I didn't build myself. And then by year five, because my dad kept getting call after call after call of people saying, can you build my, clean my pond? And he goes, I can't clean your pond, but I can renovate it for 10 grand. And they're like, yeah, I don't even want this thing. He started saying yes. And then what he Mm -hmm. found was he would clean it and then he would get people onto an ongoing maintenance package. And then by year three, four, five, they're like, you know what, Steve, now I see that I like this pond. Let's do that renovation project. So that- Very small $1,000 cleaning turns into $40,000 over the course of eight years because the maintenance side of it, the, the renovation side of it, the upsells. And it's, it's no different in all these other industries where it's like everybody has that foot in the door thing. But at the end of the day, we just have to recognize that like, especially in the longer sales cycle industries, remodeling, painting, Landscaping, ponds, decks, things that it's not like an a nine one one service. Content and structured content is the thing that will differentiate you. It'll educate people. It's the storytelling mm-hmm. side. It's everything, but it needs to be done in the right order. And that realistically is the strategy that that works the best. It's not for everybody, for most people, mm-hmm. but the strategy when that thing is done correctly, that will get you to that promised land that you want. I love that man. And what your dad did is he played he played the long game of life understanding lifetime value of a client. <laughs> you know, and a lot of guys are transactional, they're not thinking lifetime value. I mean, like here in the fight guys, like I'll I'm transparent with this. We have things out there that are less than 50 bucks that you can buy from the fight that now makes you a paying client of ours. And trust is built. And we've seen hundreds and hundreds of people buy something for 40, 50, $70 or whatever it might be. And then 18 months later, they they're dropping 30 grand on a coaching package with us. Okay. Because we understand it's not about buy the big shit right now. It's about building the relationship and it's no different in any industry. So we'll do. Yeah. And yeah. And lastly, how much money do you make on a $30 thing? I don't make shit. Right. So it's, and that's the whole, thing, like, unless it's like a hat, but if it's like a little program or something like that has, like, if it's crappy, Mm -hmm. they're not going to move forward with the $3,000 thing. It's, 
that thing has to blow them away for like, they have to get, you know, $3,000 worth of value out of $30. So that's like, that's the whole thing. Like if you're doing design and then build, like if the design process sucks, they're certainly not going to move forward with you. So like, for me, I look at this as like, you don't like, that's our foot in the door. It's got to make sense where you get to have enough of the conversion side, but you got to blow them away on like that first thing. And that's what sets it up for the future. So, well, this is always a work in progress for us is just going, no matter what dollar amount the thing is, how do we, how do we roll the red? How do we be the concierge? How do we give them that concierge experience? And we don't, we're not batting a thousand percent on this. We drop the ball from time to time and we learn lessons. Right. But like, so back to your dad's thousand dollar clean out, that's a small job size. All right. Like showing up and viewing that as a $50,000 customer, Mm -hmm. you know, and just the way you approach, the way you communicate, the experience, the presentation, the way you guys look as a crew, all those different things on those little jobs, send a message and they, they build the story around the type of brand that you have as a company, you know? And I think that's where a lot of guys are, they're so focused on, I don't do small jobs for a thousand bucks or whatever, or, or they half acid if they do them. And they're not excited about it, man. If you show up with the enthusiasm, the energy, a great experience, whether it's a thousand bucks or a hundred thousand dollars, that sends a message. Yep. So, yep. Well, dude, I'm excited to give you a big hug at Mile High again. We haven't seen each other in person since when? I don't know when it was. Mile High last year. Was it last year? Okay. Last year, Mile High. And I know uh, you mentioned possibly having an opt in or a download for some people for our listeners. Do you have anything there? Mike, do we have a download or anything? For the listeners, you filled it out on here. Yeah. You filled it we out do? as as I have a tiny euro. URL. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's if so that that's our special URL that okay. if you get through us, that's our affiliate link, right, yeah. Mike? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry, Mike's one of our marketing guys. So essentially, <laughs> if you if you get your ticket for Tom through us, you get one of these strategies because this is a paid thing. You get mm-hmm. one of these strategies for free included in it. So. And candidly, these strategies actually cost more than the ticket themselves. So it's a hell of a deal. But yeah, the big is. thing is just mm-hmm. check it out. See if it makes sense. If nothing else, we'll talk to you. Point to the right direction if it doesn't. But the whole thing is just see if it all makes sense because that's like the first step to it all. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you doing that. I know it's going to add a lot of value. So if you use Logan's link to grab your ticket, hit it in the description or the show notes, wherever you're checking this show out today hit the link, grab your mile high ticket, and you'll get one of these strategies from Logan, which is will be invaluable to you. It'll make you a shit ton of money in the next few years mm-hmm. in your business. So we'll do it as always. Good catching up. Appreciate you, man. And we'll see you in like 63 days or whatever it is. So it's coming up, man. Faster it is. now. I appreciate it. You got it, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Right, Guys, you. hit subscribe, share this with another contractor. Check out the links and all that stuff that we just talked about. And we'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.